Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. You are listening to the Power and Purpose podcast with Mastin Kip. This episode includes highlights from a recent conversation with Mastin and theater actress Sierra Bogus. She's performed in Fan of the Opera, School of Rock, The Little Mermaid, Les Miserables, and more. In this episode, Sierra chats about her connection to Wayne Dyer, the idea of being trained in being who you are versus being trained in what others want you to be, the power of intention, kingly giving, high performance, and more. For access to the entire interview and a transcript of every word said, visit maskandkip.com forward slash four. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Power and Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Mask and Kip, and I'm here with the one and only Sierra Bogus, who is just an incredible light, incredible soul. Um, she is tearing up the Broadway scene. Um, she is currently in the School of Rock. She's been in Fam of the Opera, Les Mes, The Little Mermaid, and many, many other productions. So, and I'm excited that she's here today because um, she's also very spiritually minded. So we're going to have, I just really feel like, great conversation today. Sierra, welcome to the program. Very happy Thank to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, likewise, likewise. Um, I feel like I've been following you on social media for a long time, and we're connected now, which is really cool. Well, that's what happened. That's how we yeah. even, I mean, I, yes, yes. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'd just like to start because um, the way I found out about you, um, I don't go to Broadway shows. Um, I think the only show I've ever seen was in Kansas and it was a performance of Cats, which I thought was fantastic. Oh. And Memory, like to this day, is one of my favorite songs. Um, but I'd never, I just had, for whatever reason, I just have never spent time on Broadway, but when you were at I Can Do It, I think it was the end of 2014, and you came on stage with Wayne, like all my friends were like posting about it and retweeting it, and it like flooded my Facebook page, my Facebook uh, timeline. And I was like, what's going on here? And I did some research on sort of how that all came about. And I know that your uh, really good friend Norm was sort yeah. of an instigator in that process. Um, I'd like to hear a little bit about like, you know, your connection to Wayne Dyer, because, you know, as I was telling you offline, one of the reasons why I'm fascinated by your career um, is because you have this really, you know, most of the people listening to this, they want to have a creative career. They want to be successful. They want to feel self-expressed. They want to speak up and use their voice in many different ways. Um, But it's rare to find a high performer who at least is outwardly spiritually woo-woo, as I was saying. Yeah. So usually it's more like success-focused or you know, just mindset-focused. What yeah. is your connection to Wayne? And like, how did you sort of get into this world? Yeah, so um, Wayne Dyer, I did not grow up on Wayne Dyer. I was, not, I was raised in the church, but I am, not, I am not a Christian. Yes. I am spiritual and woo. I love that so much. Now I'm going to say I'm in the woo. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't until much later in my life when I was, had already graduated college and my friend was um, reading this book called Power of Intention. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I bought it. And it's the one that is, because there's different kinds you can get of Power of Intention, yep. but it's the one with the beautiful drawings. And yep. I mean, I was like, I'm reading this and it's like my 
soul just aligned. And I was like, oh my God, there is so much more to this life than what I, my small-minded yes. musical theater self was saying. And that's what I really, I mean, I love this. And I, I continue to ask myself about my purpose and make sure that I'm aligned. And then as soon as I get on stage, I realize, and it's, it feels like I'm being aligned. We can get into that. But anyways. Yes. So that's how I discovered Wayne. Um, and I started reading that book and it changed my life. Uh, and then from then on, I was watching him, like I would YouTube him and look at all of the talks that he's done. And I would just, I downloaded the apps, the Wayne Dyer apps where he would speak me to sleep. And yep. so I know this man, I know, I know his voice and it was so calming and it's all the things that all of us who have known about Wayne feel of course and then so yeah so then years go by I never think in a million years that I will actually meet the man and everybody that that it it, I think in 2012 is when um I stopped having I had three different Broadway shows that were supposed to come in and they didn't happen Wow. So I found myself without work. And that was when the Wayne Dyer quote came to me that was what he says about, um, we are not what we do, we are not what we have, and we are not what other people think of us. so true. It's so true. And I just started resonating with that. And I'm like, okay. And he also said, if you are what you do, then when you don't do, what are you? Yep. And that too was penetrating my soul. And I was just like, okay. I need to create um, a cabaret show, basically, and it's going to be based on Wayne Dyer's book, Inspiration. Amazing. I mean, and, who would have thought cabaret and that, you know, inspiration goes my calling would ever come to Oh, totally. And, <laughs> and on top of that, I was terrified of doing my own cabaret, my own solo show. I didn't, because I was trained in being other characters and other people, mm-hmm. but I'm not trained that it's okay to be who I am. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And so, and so I feel like I can say this on a blanket level because people who even aren't in musical theater understand this. That's like, you're trained, everybody, even in school, you're, you are trained to be what others want you to be as yes. opposed to who you are is good enough. So I just really start, I've read inspiration. I was completely inspired by it. And I started to create my show based on different pockets of things that have inspired me. And so I created this show called Awakening. And um, it, uh, then I had an album that is just literally the um, live version of that. And I say that because that's how Wayne came into my life. Exactly. One of the people Which I... Talk about, talk about manifestation. I mean, wow. Oh, yeah. You know, like in, and the power of intention, you know? The power of intention. Wow. And it was strange because it was like a residual happening because it wasn't like I have to meet this man or else. It was just this man has changed my life and I respond to him so deeply. And then so when... Uh, when years later, 2014, I guess, mm-hmm. is when my co-star Norm Lewis, who's one of my dearest friends, we were doing Phantom of the Opera together. Mm-hmm. And Norm is did something which I now have learned is called kingly giving, which is the giving that is you're giving someone something they didn't even know that they needed. Yes. Amazing. Um, kingly giving. I love that. I'm gonna remember kingly that. Giving. 
I think my therapist told me that. Nice. <laughs> and um, so all of a sudden, my very last show of Phantom, which has been a show very much a part of my life, he didn't know what to give me. And so this is what he gave me. He got on the phone and he said, okay, hold on. He handed me the phone and he said, my friend wants to talk to oh my you. God. And I get on the phone and this man, this voice starts saying to me, hello. You're like, I know that voice. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. And it took me like 30 yeah. seconds. And he said, he was like, and I said, wait, who is this? And he said, well, I am God. And he said, <laughs> of course. And, of course he did. Yeah. Of course he did. That's hilarious. I am, and he was in the I am phase. Yeah. And um, he said, I am God, and God has spoken to me and told me that you have a gift and that you are supposed to be doing what you're doing and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, Blake <laughs> And I sang to him on the phone, thank you so much, and wow. expressing my gratitude for him. And then he said, I have tickets for you and Norm to come to my I Can Do It and, oh, wow. you know, come and do this. And I was like, this is – and then after that I Can Do It, conference he invited me to lunch and the next day i am not kidding we had a four hour oh lunch. my god we literally yeah. sat i can see that yep just talking and just all this and he um had my album awakening and he was talking about that he was um, i was i didn't want him to talk to me i just wanted to tell him all the things, you know, you yeah. just want to keep expressing the gratitude. So we had a four hour and then we continued staying in touch over text and he would call me. And then I, he sent me, um, he sent me this crystal that I'm wearing that he oh, was wow. wearing at the, I can do it conference. Wow. John of God gave him. Wow. And, um, it's not the only one, but he gave me this one and he said, I want you to wear it when you, so I wear it when I feel like I want to give spiritually yes. and also when I want to protect my spirit. Of course. Especially living in New York. I have. Yeah. I can't imagine. You know, it's funny. I can actually, I know exactly what that feels like Sarah, because you know, um, Wayne Dyer, Carolyn Mace and Tony Robbins um, have been very influential in my life. And when I was couch surfing, I met a man, uh, Jason Bin, uh, who's a guy around New York city. He has like Dujour magazine and stuff, a bunch of stuff like that. And um, he asked me who inspires me most. And, uh, I said Tony Robbins, and he calls Tony on the phone and puts him on the phone with me. Oh my! God. And I was like, "What are you? What?" And it's that voice, you know. And so I know actually exactly what that feels. And you're kind of like stunned, like, "Yes, what, what am I supposed to say? Like, I'm just me, like, and yeah. you're you, you know." <laughs> but also, what I loved too was, of course, these type of people were so receptive. Like yeah, Wayne wasn't. It wasn't like here's some crazy fan. Yeah another level because he yep. knows how connected we are and he just was my friend yep. from get-go. You've been listening to a conversation with Mastin Kip and Sierra Bogus. For access to the entire interview and a transcript of every word said, visit mastinkip.com forward slash four. Exactly. And I felt free to love him because of who he is and yep. it was just a meeting of souls and that's the same with your conversation. That's yeah. what blows yeah. our mind. And it's moments like that that really like one of the things that you know, when I talk about purpose, especially, it's like, sometimes like, it sounds like you had a little bit of what I call like a divine storm where it's kind of like, I'm out of work. I really don't know what to do. Um, I want to express this thing inside myself, but can I, who am I? Yeah. Um, and then I do that. 
And then all of a sudden, this thing that seemed like it was a disaster or something that was you know not good or something that was you know something that's not supposed to happen actually is the conduit for something that you don't even know that you need, but you need on a greater level. Absolutely, yes. It was completely that. And it and was little pieces of confirmation along the way. Yes, and that's what Wayne always talks about is that there isn't coincidence. Nothing yeah. coincidence. Yeah. I mean, nothing. Can I just talk about how I know about you? Because sure. <laughs> I was watching all I love Super Soul Sunday. Amazing. And there you were. Yeah. There was you and Gabrielle and was it Maria? Yeah, Marie. Yep. Yeah, or Marie. Yeah. And so because I first started watching Super Soul Sunday because of watching Wayne's episode. Yes. And then I'm like, and that stuff speaks to me so much. And there you guys were. And I was like, oh, more people like-minded because yes. in this business, I don't necessarily, it's hard to seek that out. Of course. And I wanted to. And so then I knew your story and then I was following you on social media and Amazing. all this was life changing as well too. So it was like, <laughs> also a part of my life that's in amazing. an amazing way. So that's I incredible. also thank you for oh, that. Well, I, thank you so much. That really means a lot. I, I, I fully take that in. And, you know, um, I'll tell you that, um, you know, I used to be a manager in the music business. So like at a high level, we were working with like platinum level clients and I actually left. I had a client, um, I was working with a client. My goal was to have a client that was a Grammy winning artist. And so I had that in 2007, I was working with Narles Barkley and they won uh, a bunch of Grammys that year. And at the height of that success, like I was inside what I thought was my dream. I was the most unhappy. I was the most unhappy. And what I realized is that like, it's not just the environment of the entertainment business, but like I'm sort of what I call it. I called it at the time famous adjacent where I was like supporting people, but I wasn't like, I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to do that, but I was really scared. But what's been really fascinating since I've left the music business is that, you know, people thought like, Oh, he's over, he's done. And now they're kind of calling me for advice. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Cause now you have all these awesome tools. Yeah. Like, but I, I totally understand that, you know, sometimes, you know, inside, um, industry, it's not what it appears to be on the outside, you know, yeah. so that actually brings up a really great point. So when you think about, like, when you think about Phantom of the Opera and not like something, no, I mean, you know, there's, there's local theater, right. But like on Broadway, like the yeah. big show, the big leagues, I'd really like to be, one of the things that I'm really fascinated with is, you know, I would, I would put that in the category of, uh, high performance, because you're, it's not like one time a week, like you're on and on and on. So how do you sort of maintain your energy and your centeredness in the middle of consistent repetition? Um, I'm sure pressure, knowing that there's probably an end, a cliff for when the job is going to be over. And then on top of that, praise and blame from people who like, maybe they didn't, you didn't do it the way someone else did, or maybe it was better than someone else. Like, how do you, how do you kind of, and then there's like, you know, obviously the press around it. And then there's like social functions. And like, you know, when you're in that, you know, sort of world, it can be very easy for people um, to either, you know, believe their press, believe their haters, believe the people that are praising them and also kind of get lost in drugs and all that type of stuff. So how do you, how do you do it? Like, what are your sort of like high performance secrets? Yes. I, first of all, that what something that you said that I really had to understand is to not believe your own hype. Yep. And in this day and age now in my own lifetime, we didn't have social media yep. when I first started out. So luckily I didn't have to deal with that, but I, I was learning social media much later within my career. I, one of my 
biggest rules is I don't go seeking out what other people are thinking of me. Mm-hmm. When the internet first became a thing and you Google yourself, you can oh. see anything <laughs> you want. So true. And it's like, and also all of us just want to feel like, I think Oprah says we just, everyone wants to be heard. Everyone's story wants to be heard, but yes. we also have this need to be seen. And I see that a lot with the culture now. And when I teach masterclass that kids are like, I want to be famous. I want to be a star. And I really talk about, there's a difference between being a star and being a leading lady or a star and a mm. leading man. It's What's very, the difference? Well, the star is me, 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 me. And you will get results. You absolutely will. And you will get awards and you will be uh, seen. But when you go home at night, how are you? Exactly. The leading, I feel, the leading lady, the leading man takes care of their company. And it starts from the top. And if you are the lead of that company, the star, quote, of the company, then how you behave with everyone and how you also are present with someone else on stage, giving exchanging energy as opposed to you come up to my energy. Right. Me do what I do. Um, Both get results. And that's the other thing that I've really learned too, is that people who are dicks in this business, (laughs) you get rewarded and people who are dicks in this life. Absolutely. Get rewarded. I am so understanding that in the year of 2016 more than ever because I'm because I did talk before. It's like if you're a good person, if you this and this, then you will. But it actually isn't about that. It's about how you just have to want to be a good person as you are doing what you're yeah. doing, and you because you can also rise to the top both ways. Yes, but I, I think one thing that you said that I think is really important. And I would see this as a manager is that there's a very distinct difference between like success and fulfillment. Yes. Right. So people who, you know, I use your word, people who are dicks, right. Yeah. They maybe, you know, I mean, we were, I work with some very high, high, high maintenance people. Yeah. You know, you hear the stories of like only the blue M&Ms, like stuff like that. It's you know? true. Yeah. <clears throat> those people on a daily basis tend to not be happy and fulfilled. So yeah. it doesn't matter if you're the star of the show or have a billion dollars if your emotional state is angry, depressed, and frustrated. Correct. Because your life is just angry, depressed, and frustrated. What you've done, which is something I massively respect, um, is that you've been able to achieve both. And those are people that I like to seek out and kind of reverse engineer, how do you do it? Because like, how do you be the leading lady and the, and the star, but you also wake up like a decent human being? Yes. You know, I think that's ultimate success. I agree. And because we all had to redefine success when we realized when people like Wayne Dyer said that, what is success? What are you saying is success? What are you striving for in terms of, and also people, I just say dicks. It's kind of funny, but it's also like they aren't that, that also puts them very in a very tight box. But the truth is if I dissect why that is happening and why have I been in that place to why have I gone to the negative? It's because I feel out of control because my environment is so out of control because of all the things that you say, all that is expected and demanded of me. Um, you know, it's, it is, it's a lot of pressure. So I, so things like reading Wayne Dyer or, um, Brene Brown or uh, all the, all that stuff. Um, so consistently yeah. filling your mind with inspirational material, like how yeah. much, so how much time do you spend a day doing that? 
Is it like, is it like a 10 minute little <clears throat> quick read or do you like have it on like repeat? Because one of the things I remember, I think I remember reading about you when I was doing my research was one of your favorite places to go, if I, if I, if I read correctly, was Central Park. Yeah. Place to find um, that place of center. So how do you, like, I, like walk me through like a day. Like if you're performing, you know, every day in a row, yeah. right, what's your rhythm? What's your, like, how do you stay like in the zone? You feel, it sounds like you, you know, sort of have, you fill your mind with inspirational stuff, but how do you, like, what's your, what, do you, what are your sort of self-care or sort of, you know, high performance tips like what would you like what's your normal day look like when i'm really good at it let's use when we use our the free meditations that oprah and deepak do yeah so when i'm in that 21 day then i will get up and the first thing i will do is drink water Mm -hmm. while i'm doing the deepak and oprah meditation thank you for listening to the power and purpose podcast with mask and kip Today's presentation was highlights from a recent conversation with Mastin and acclaimed theater actress Sierra Bogus. If you'd like access to the entire interview and a transcript of the conversation, visit maskinkip.com forward slash four. We have a lot more great content to help you learn to live your power and purpose here on the podcast. Subscribe to the show and make sure you get every episode as soon as it is released. For more information, visit maskinkip.com forward slash subscribe. Between now and our next episode, get out there, take action, and make it real. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world, and I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, we'd very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we'd very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.